0: You're listening to the Viral Volley Podcast podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Everyone, welcome to the Viral Volley Podcast edition of College Volleyball Weekly. We got our trio of maestros of their teams. We have Dan Friend of Lewis, Jay Hossick of George Mason, and Dave Hunt of Pepperdine. This is a continued conversation from the College Volleyball Weekly over on VolleyballMag.com. And we're going to jump into one of the topics I didn't get to cover in there due to time. But UC Santa Barbara against Grand Canyon. Uh, You know, that was one that I was, I definitely had my eyes on. And it it did not disappoint. Great matches, but I wanted to get the coaches take on it. Because we know that these teams are very similar. And they are both really hot right now. So we'll start with uh, Dan.
1: Well, I got to watch the first night. That was just a back and forth match do you know what I mean in terms of that, I had a good crowd there and uh, Santa Barbara ends up kind of getting it at the end you know what I mean in terms of that and so but it, it's tough like those are great volleyball matches both of those and guys stepping up at different times and different pieces doing some great things and uh, I ran under their assistant coach recruiting yesterday and I was just saying I, I felt for him because we had a year where we played like between the two years we played 17 like five game matches in the one year we lost like seven or eight of them the other year we won like seven or eight of them so I'm like uh and you hope as a coach it's like as we get to those fifth game matches you know we kind of learn how to kind of put those couple points away when we need to to kind of turn the corner a little bit but uh great volleyball kid and we had a bunch of five game matches through the week and uh those guys were going after each other and uh Rick's group is doing and they had to get on the road and play and we were wondering how they would respond and they found a way to win two matches in a tough place to play. That's a, a team that is somewhat similar to them in some regards in terms of, you know, ball control, hitting the ball hard. You know, they do some really nice things uh, from that side of stuff. So it was good.
0: Well, that's right. Cause uh, Santa Barbara played USC earlier in the week and got swept, which was kind of a shocker. Yeah. I thought they'd been like a five set battle, but uh, let's jump over to Jay.
2: Yeah, no, I, I caught those two. And, and it's a shame that they didn't split those two five set matches. I know that, uh, grand canyon had a chance they were up one in the fifth and uh, with the chance to win it and they couldn't pull it out and you know wilcox is doing some great things it caused and uh, and um, you know that rick is such a good coach and knows how to put the right people in the right moments and the right times so yeah it's just fun to watch and, and grand canyon's a fun place to play that big gym is really really cool and they get a, a ton of great fan support and you know it's it just shows that you know. It, it doesn't matter who you are. You can, you can figure a way to find out a way to win in, in, in random moments. Text out to them. It's pretty cool. Yep.
0: And close the topic out with Dave.
3: Yeah, it's uh, we're going there this week, right? So I paid a lot of attention to those matches <laughs> and um, yeah, it is. It's a really tough place to play. They play well at home. Um, so to watch Santa Barbara, just every night, it seems like somebody different picks it up for them. So uh, they're playing well. Yep.
0: All right. Well, let's look at uh, the other matches in week six that caught our eyes that we were watching. But uh, I, I'm going to throw mine in there, but kind of a tough week for uh, our screen coaches contributing this week. Um, you know, I, I turned on the match late for the Lewis Ball State and it was done. I was like, it went three only. Uh, <laughs> <it's> like, Wow. <laughs> i was working
2: (laughs) you're the only one i'm sorry i was like geez (laughs) it's (laughs) falbo
1: no but you know because Rob's feel good about his irvine team so he's gonna go ahead (laughs) and throw some darts right now no rob
3: yeah Yeah. rob (laughs) acts all nice and then all of a sudden after you uh give him his little (laughs) interview and after you're done playing on his yeah all right what does he really think Rob, Rob's feeling he's gonna
2: start he's gonna start trolling Giselle Bunchin and for, ask her for a date. That's how that's how hot he's feeling right
1: now. Team, team goes one and one, and I go one and one, but he's got me doing.
2: Me.
1: I'm the
0: moniker on Volley Talk that asks for everyone's big firings. So that that's it. I've taken all those names. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, like I said, I I try to catch the top matches, and I was caught late. But I'm like, man, okay, I can hold off on this one because this will be a long one. So. Um, and of course, Tyler Mitchum got his numbers, but gosh, I just made me realize that ball state is the real deal. You know, it was like, Oh, they played Hawaii when they're down. And you know, that's why they got those wins, but they're getting some quality wins. So I was, I definitely had my eye on my match. because on that match, just because I knew that Dan, you got a consistent, a consistent strong group. And if they're able to hold, you know, stand that test, I mean, they're legit, but I mean, wow. you know, from watching them, but
1: you were there. you <laughs> We talked about it earlier. They're, they're there. They're, I mean, they're a top five team right now. And, uh, I think anytime a program breaks through to that level, like everybody's got some naysay for a little bit. Well, really, and, but just watch them play volleyball. Click on the video, watch them play, watch how they played Hawaii, no matter what pieces are there. Watch how they played BYU, watch how they played us. They've got the pieces and they're good, uh, and they're going to be in that conversation at the end. And certainly, I hope I make a run at the end. But if we're saying both states in the Final Four, I don't think that's a shocker that when we get to the end of this in the NCAA tournament in terms of, do you know what I mean? Just from the way they're playing and the things that they're doing right now. So. Yep.
0: Well, I kind of threw it out of format here, but I wanted you guys to talk about the matches that you were watching this week. So uh, let's jump over to Dave, what you saw in week six.
3: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we've touched on a lot of them, right? The Long Beach state match. I was shocked that uh, the third set was what it, sort of what it was. Um, yeah watching ball state play and and play good volleyball i I, after they played hawaii i flipped it on and just wanted to see what they were doing and um yeah the question for me is just you know or the shocking thing for me obviously they had the opposite from barton um but just you know these guys playing this level of volleyball you know just sort of shows you what what a fresh set of eyes and and a little bit of energy can bring to your gym you know and Uh, Joel did a great job for years with that program. Right. Took him through some tough times, Um, but it's just it's fun to watch them. They're playing completely differently. Um, And then, yeah, the Santa Barbara match, uh, both those matches, 1820 in the fifth. It's always fun to watch a game that goes 1820 in the fifth.
2: (laughs) How about you, Jay? I'm just shocked that you didn't think that my match against Saint Francis of Brooklyn was a top match to watch, Rob. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> but <laughs>
3: he turned it on
2: and then realized it, it was just over, you know, and he just didn't Yeah, do I it. know. <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was uh it was quite the experience. Um I tell you the matches I was watching in surprise wise San Diego up at uh, BYU, taking them both nights. That's pretty cool to watch and You know, they're 0-44 against BYU at the Smith Fieldhouse, and they figured out a way not only to get their first win up there, but to get two. Why not? You're up there. You might as well do it (laughs) twice. So hats (laughs) out to Kevin O'Ring and his group for doing that.
1: Yep. And Dan, close that
2: topic
1: Uh, at. Well, I mean, we talked about some really good ones that I did watch. I I think, you know, NJIT right now uh, has kind of quietly put together some wins back-to-back I me in terms of that. So I'll kind of see – And Jay, I don't know when they play Penn State, uh, but that'll be one that I'm eager to see as that kind of gets geared up a little bit. Uh, And then Princeton got their win, which was nice uh, against uh, St. Francis, uh, uh, Brooklyn, in terms of, I think that was in four, I believe. So uh, nice to see Sam find a little bit of groove there and get a W uh, for himself. Um, And then, so Purdue-Fort Wayne, uh, they got uh, Vincente uh, back, the guy from Chile. He wasn't playing, and so... And I, I was actually watching some video on them before we jumped on here and Purdue's got, you know, some weapons there and they got a couple of early conference wins against Linwood and Quincy and Lindawood returns some, some older three, four year guys that we got to go play them. And they'll be tough, uh, even though like people wouldn't know about them. So uh, in terms of that, but they've got some nice pieces. And so I think Purdue, I'd be curious to see if Purdue adds this six, eight, six, nine chilly outside guy in the mix up and they kind of balance them out and, uh, and where do they go? I think they actually play Ball State coming up as we go to talk about matches coming up. But, uh, yeah, those were some other ones that we hadn't touched base on.
3: So. Dan, Dan's coaching voice is coming out. He's already pumping up, you know, Linda Wood, Quincy, and then this <laughs> guy's just grew four inches in the last 20 minutes. Holy crap. <laughs> I watched that guy at Pan Am Cup. Man, he's he's not 6'9, but he'll be 7'2 by the time he plays seven the two, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that. I worked with Marv. I know how that all works. You yeah. <laughs> know, hey, this is the year that these guys are good. We gotta take them serious. Yeah. <clears throat> well
0: I know uh Dave I hate to bring up our match, but I mean, yeah. I was looking at the box, and if I, oh, not, don't. I don't get the,
1: uh, you want to bring up. come on, you already threw a dart at me. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Yeah, hey, so
2: yeah, All quadrants of the Zoom video screen here yep. today. <laughs> Ugh, you lying sack, Rob. You know you wanted to bring up this match. You were salivating. Oh
0: gosh, I just was wanting my guys to get a win after seven straight losses. But you know, if I wasn't looking at the score on. Uh, Friday night I would think that it would have been a 2-0 seat for the week because offensively Jalen Jasper's doing some incredible things Jacob Steele is a beast and your Mm -hmm. center Bryce Dvorak is doing some excellent things with the ball as well as serving tough but um, you talk about this week I mean you've definitely got some big offensive pieces in place and that's not that's not even including Austin Wilmot and your other middle Andy Fuller who also yep. can do some good things. So, uh, so, so basically
2: what, what Rob's saying is, what happened, Dave? You suck.
3: <laughs> yeah, I blew it. You have all these great weapons and you can't coach a lick is what I'm hearing. Cancel. Specifically Cancel. because he Dave sat Hunt. right next, yeah, he sat right next to the bench and heard everything I was saying, which hopefully you had a dump button right next to you. <laughs> hopefully that didn't get picked up. But uh, yeah, when you hit 400, you don't lose too many matches, right? But you, we lost this one. Um, but it was the... It was sort of the inverse of, of what happened on, when was it, Wednesday? Yeah. Where it, it was, Irvine had seven aces, you know, seven errors or something, where we had seven aces, seven errors uh, the previous matchup. And, yeah, we just didn't put the ball in the court enough. They did a nice job of putting a lot of pressure on us uh, in some key situations, key moments. Um, yep. Yeah, they it wasn't a match where we went out there and we lost. They went out there and beat us. Um, they did a nice job.
0: Oh, you had jacob Steele and jalen jasper hitting a hot clip I yeah you know, i get
3: oh. it i get it rob yeah I get it. They, <laughs> they both hit over 500 and we lost i get it and uh you know what I, the the key point of the match which i'm sort of pissed off about i gotta go i don't even know when it happens sonny gets a bloody nose he gets out of there and all of a sudden they get hot we can't slow down their offense with uh keel out there so that was frustrating <laughs> Guys, but, but we block you- it. It's got to stay away from the players, right? That's. I think it was on a block.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, let's uh, let's uh, look here uh, at the conference standings. Because I know, well, so Big West and MPSF still haven't started conference, but in the in the MIVA, you got three teams that are undefeated: Ball State, uh, Purdue, Fort Wayne, and Loyola Chicago. Uh, thoughts on what's happening in that conference so far? And we'll start with Dan.
3: I don't undefeated I don't, at what though? At like two and zero
1: there's no thoughts let's 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 have some thoughts when we're at the halfway point okay so because right now it's like hey you just started off you know you should win your home conference games it's something we talk about so i think if you want to talk about where bowl state got two wins on the road i think that plays key dividends in terms of that i think from that point uh everybody else held kind of home court you know know, purdue won both at home loyal won both at home uh we split and um And so I think you're looking at, that's what you're really looking at. And so I think conference play, when teams are close, you want to take care of the home ones. And then can you find a win a couple on the road? And that'll put you in a good position towards the end of the year. And so, uh, but if you're a team like Ball State, and you start stacking up wins on the road and at home, then you're the one leading the pack. you know what I mean? So, But right now we're only one week in. So maybe in a couple of weeks we can get a better (laughs) better gauge on that. So
0: I feel you guys will say the same about all the other conferences we asked you about, but, Uh, Any of you guys have anything to add to what Dan said, the non-MIVA team coaches?
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Jacob Steele and Jalen Jasper both hitting over 400. What's going on over there? That's the reason why Ball State's in the top three. I mean, let's talk about the reality here, Rob. (laughs) 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 Oh, I mean, listen, it's so early. How how are we making any determination about anything? Until it's the middle of the conference and there's a few more wins under some people's belts. It's just, it is what it is. Listen, we were talking about Mount Olive being the hot team in the country for a while. They're one and one in their conference and I think they're like fifth or sixth or fourth or something like <laughs> that right now. So it's so early. Nobody knows what's going on.
0: I guess the way Dave's shaking his head, he agrees, <clears> that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I just look at all the results and yeah, you can't, you can't start talking conference stuff. People are going to start beating up on each other. Nobody's going to go undefeated through their conference or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Well, Jay, you brought up a great point because I was looking at Conference Carolina standings. You have King at 3-0, and and the teams
1: that were hot were Belmont Abbey and Mount Olive. They are in the middle of the pack. So <clears throat> well, And North Greenville got – uh what was North Greenville? Because I don't have it in front of me right now. I thought they got another win that was pretty good earlier in the week as well. So. They beat no, Mount they Olive.
3: Beat, they beat Mount Olive. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was great. No, the, the one that's crazy to me, all right, Lincoln Memorial, they're 8-0 or whatever, and they're going to Hawaii. That part of that brutal hawaii schedule that they're just taking on everybody um but when is lincoln memorial going to get picked up by a conference Right, i obviously i live in california so geography is not my strong suit but well uh, i think
1: there's more going on that that you realize i think their conference that they're affiliated with other sports was looking to admins volleyball <clears> uh and i don't know if that's going to go through and that was what was happening this year uh because there was interest from the meva asking them if they had some interest in coming in. And that went away because their conference thought about adding. So everything's a little bit in limbo right now uh, with them because you're right. You got a good team that does some nice things. So I think some of conference affiliation would really be good for them uh, from that standpoint. And so I'm not sure how that's going to shake out. It's kind of like that GLBC thing. I don't think that's happening right now because there's some movement within the GLBC itself. And so, so I think you're going to see them even stay intact with the pieces has had for at least the next year or two, but, and then what happens, and Jay might know more of this, is, is wait, who is the Eva reaching out to, or is there any movement? So I think there's going to be some movement stuff going on here in the next year or two, and where does that lay out a little bit? So
2: Well, I'll be honest with you, Dave, your, your geography, sense of geography is a little bit off. Imagine if you had Grand Canyon, Washington, University of Washington, Texas, Hawaii, and UCLA all in the same conference. That would be kind of what would happen if Lincoln Memorial and Queens and Damon Uh, all decided to try to join into the EIBA. You've got so many teams that are spread out that you would have four or five Hawaii model programs within the conference. And one of the best parts about being in the conference is that you can play everybody both at home and away. Uh, And I think that's the challenge that everybody's facing is that there's no doubt that Lincoln Memorial is a good program. There's no doubt that that Damon's a good program. There's no doubt that Queens and Queens is going division one, apparently, you know, there's no doubt that they're going to be good. So, yeah, we, I think, you know, on the on the surface, you look at it and go, that's a, a no-brainer. Why is anybody picking those teams up? But when you look at the budgets of some of the programs within the IBA, they're not as, as much money as maybe you would think they would have. Uh, and a lot of those teams want gy- want teams in their gyms. You know, who doesn't want Penn State in their gym every year? Who doesn't want Princeton in their gym every year? Who doesn't want, you know, any big-name program that you have to be in their gym every year, but when you can't do that every year, Then all of a sudden it becomes a little bit cost prohibitive. And now all of a sudden there's more travel in the schedule. So, you know, it's not like you just drive down the 405 like Long Beach does or UCLA does to go play somebody else. It's a lot tougher. It's a, at minimum, it's a four to four and a half hour bus ride, each, any, anywhere you go. So, and that's just from the middle. Imagine if you're on the ends, Harvard, that's a 15 hour bus ride to go down to, to North Carolina. And if not, then they have to fly. And that's a lot of added
1: cost. I think Lincoln Memorial is about seven or eight from us, give or take. Yeah, It's
3: It's uh, almost as crazy as Grand Canyon being in Oh, Yes, it's exactly 100% (laughs)
1: true.
2: But at least somebody picked
3: them up, though, right? (laughs) because now Lincoln Memorial and Damon, they're sitting out there. They got no shot. I mean, I'm sorry. You got no shot being an independent of of making the NCAA tournament.
1: Like I just told you, I think there was an extended reach out, but then their conference goes to do that. So I think that combo is happening, but they, yeah, gotta the, do, they gotta want to do it too. Do you know what I mean? In terms
2: The of- conversations are definitely having are, are being had, but the problem is cost and the problem is travel. And, and again, I go back to Dave, you're right. An independent team's never going to get a shot. It just isn't. However, there's five, six, seven of those teams that are independents. Create your own conference. Now you don't have to worry about it so much. And now you got an AQ, and then you can move on and everybody's happy. So that's right. another option. I'm surprised that's not being talked about too.
1: But it'll be interesting to see as we continue to work through the NCAA process as well. You know what I mean? Because I think uh, there's some rules within the NCAA as it restructures for collegiate championship sports that could have some impact for some of these schools from that standpoint. So, Yep. Well, <clears throat> we were talking about conference things. I'm,
0: I, this could be the final dart. I've, I've thrown two already, hit two other coaches. But Jay, I'm sorry. I got to talk about the EIBA because Penn State leads the pack 4-0, St. Francis as well, and NJIT is 3-0. Um, some solid play by Penn State. We knew that going in from the uh, non conference matches, but not a shocker, but wanted to just get the update being that people are listening in here.
2: Yeah. No, I, listen, I think Penn State's Penn State. They're always going to be good. Take them, put them aside. MGIT, uh, I think four or five out of their six on the court are foreign kids, which is a topic for this year. It's, it's been repeated over <coughs> and over. Foreign kids are really having an impact. Um, and you know, their, their setter, Roque is doing a really nice job of, of mixing the ball around. And he's got a couple of kids, he's got a young Italian guy who's a freshman who's really good, uh, and which we didn't expect to come out of the gates that hot, but at GIT is good. Danny's got finally his assistant coach. Dan is a full-time guy, which is huge. That shows the level of support that program's getting, uh, and St. Francis of Pennsylvania going four and zero to start. And, and, you know, historically that team's always been kind of middle of the pack. Uh and and granted they played a couple of teams in the beginning that might not have been the hardest for them to play. The meat of their schedule is coming up, but they beat Princeton. And I know Princeton's having a little bit of a rough stretch right now. And by the way, for all you volley talkers out there calling for Sam's head or his job, because having a bad hair, hey, go suck it, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He's having a down That's year. That's pretty
3: vulgar for this podcast.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. It's if, not listen, for you, these guys but for this me. podcast. If, they, if those guys are going to dish it out on Volley Talk, go suck it if you're calling for Sam's head. For Christ's sakes. The kid's doing a job. He's trying to put out a team that wins. Anyways, back you to the reality. Sam a kid? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I Molly sam. talk stick is stirring <laughs> no 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 sam sam is one of my favorite guys in the whole world i'm not worried about any of that stuff but the reality is saint francis is finally having a good year they got a couple of kids that are veterans that are doing a nice job they're 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 gonna play you know penn state this week coming up and that's gonna be a real test road it, it's been a while since saint francis has been on top of that conference or at least tied for it so good for rummy and his and his uh team and coming out and, and picking some things up and you know, the rest of us in the NBA, we're all fighting to just kind of stay in the hunt. And they're in Charleston's in that mix. And St. Francis of Brooklyn's a good team. They got a couple foreign kids on there. And it's just, you know what? It's exciting to be a part of. I know we're not having a great year, but that's OK. I'm, We've got a long way to go. And who knows what's going to happen? But it's just fun to be a part of a conference that's competitive from top to bottom.
0: No doubt. Good call. Anything else to add, gentlemen, on that?
3: Yep. Yeah. Chat, good. chat about the IBA. I think they have <clears throat> the best volunteer head coach I've ever seen in Luke Reynolds. Luke's a good friend. I saw he's got some visa stuff going on. So he's listed as volunteer head coach. I've never seen that. But his team's <laughs> playing hard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I think uh, St. Francis takes on Penn state, but it's in week seven, but I'm going to skip picking our, our top performances. We can just go at, go to what matches we're watching during week seven. Um, so, um, just throw them out there guys. Cause there's, there's quite oh, a few. Lincoln
1: Memorial at Hawaii is actually very intriguing to me. Like uh, we've seen Lincoln Memorial, they're eight. No, they've got some pieces. Uh, do they test Hawaii? You know what I mean? In terms of that. And uh, and I think I want to see the eye test. I want to watch them watch want to watch them play in a big time environment, not just at home where they've gotten some wins, but uh, so that, that's pretty intriguing to me uh, from that side. And then, you know I love watching Dave's team, so the Pepperdine and GCU play, so it'll be great. You know what I mean? And so uh, I played both of them. I lost to one, I beat the other, and so uh, I get to see those guys play and see how see if Dave's group bounces back uh, at GCU, which is a tough place to play for sure uh, from that standpoint. And so, and then it'll be another conference stuff for me in our conference. Um, you know, Ball State's at home, Purdue, Fort Wayne. You know, Ohio State. How do they react uh, in terms of that uh, being at home now and uh, i know they're working through some pieces and so uh, so that would be some of the stuff that i'm paying attention to all right jay
2: first of all i've got to give a shout out to my uc santa cruz banana slugs playing both at san diego and at uc irvine this upcoming actually, week. never I, remember... I was going to
0: mention that it was actually rescheduled or canceled because now we're playing concordia so uh, yeah, I it was the
2: be- battle of the best mascots in the country the banana slugs and the anteaters. How is that not happening? Oh, I'm sad. Well, they're still going down, I think, to go play San Diego. I hope. I hope. Uh, so there's my shout out. Lincoln Memorial at Hawaii. Here's why it's intriguing. I know Dave is just hes cringing You're listening to this. Lincoln Memorial's got a chip on their shoulder, and they're going in there hot. And if you see, and if Hawaii is not prepared for an onslaught of a team that just does not care they're going to they're gonna be in for a world of hurt. I'm not saying Lincoln Memorial is going to win one or both or all of them. All I'm saying is they're coming in with a chip on their shoulder. It's going to be a fun match to watch. I'm also going to be watching uh, Charleston at Princeton. I know Princeton just had a good win uh, against St. Francis of Brooklyn. It's the first win in a while that they've had. Uh, but Charleston's a good team. Uh, and they got a couple of kids on there. Lachlan Bray from Australia. That kid knows how to play. And Princeton, if, if they are not coming in, uh, with their heads on straight, I know they're having some issues, but they're they're just they got to figure it out. That's going to be a fun match to watch. I'm going to be watching St. Francis of Pennsylvania versus Penn State. It's the first time in a long time. And I don't know how, long, how many years it's been, but they're both and zero, and they're both on top of the conference. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then obviously I'm going to be watching Long Beach at UCLA, the, the next match. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch because now Long Beach is going to be on the road quote-unquote, 45 minutes up the street. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that match works out.
3: Dave? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the only one he should have mentioned was the last one right there. That's that's the one to watch. I mean, <laughs> and it's 45. I've never been on the 405, and it's only taken 45 minutes. So, Jay, obviously you haven't been to Southern California in a don't, while. Don't um, justify yeah. a short
2: 20-mile yeah. trip as a long road trip. I had to go, I had to go from... Oh, man. Uh, Secaucus, Here's an old man's story coming uh, I, I was on a bus ride from Secaucus, New Jersey, to Brooklyn, New York. If you look on the maps, that's seven miles away. It took us two hours to go seven miles. Yeah, it's
3: most that, my commutes when I was in college. Yeah, so I get Rad that.
0: Power e bike. You can sponsor the show, sponsor these programs, and these athletes. Yes,
3: yeah. yeah. yeah, spon- I mean sponsored by iPads. That's the one, in the, in the I get the Lincoln Memorial, but. Ball State ruined it for everybody that's hoping to get uh, Hawaii on the road. I mean, Hawaii's never gonna leave, you know, the island and play a top five team now because heaven forbid, but
0: yeah. You know. Whoa. Art, dart, dart, <laughs>
3: dart. dart. <laughs> I'm not throwing at any of you guys. Come on now.
1: I just not say you were. Yeah, I just got darts. It's like yeah, everybody's got darts on. today. So, it's the yeah, flight
3: I, path. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh, obviously watching your guys' matches just because I gotta keep tabs of what's going on with you guys. But um, I just realized that this week it's going to be where's the one I had tabbed at BYU, UC Santa Barbara twice. They're um, gonna be at Santa Barbara, so uh, you know, in it. My guess is it's in Rob Jim. So they haven't been playing their matches in the in the Thunderdome, so uh, no, they
3: haven't. They haven't no, been they. or they. No, they no. haven't been. And Rob Jim, I think uh, the university's done a nice job cleaning Rob Jim up, making it a nice, nice volleyball venue. Um, yeah. To the point where I don't think the Thunderdome would be an upgrade. I think Rob Jim's good, but unless BYU has their setter back, I think uh, Santa Barbara takes both those.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I, I think Rob Jim back in the day when when we all played there, it was. I mean, there's a billion lines on the ground. You couldn't you couldn't tell where the outside boundary lines were. You know, the the, the gym barely got thirty people. Uh, they just did. It, it's Santa Barbara, right? You can walk twenty yards to go to the water and go to the ocean, go surf, or you can go watch volleyball. Uh, and now it's starting to get more and more fans because Santa Barbara's good, and they've been good for the last few years. So I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think that's that fun of a match to watch. <laughs> okay,
0: well then I'm gonna watch Pepperdine Grand Canyon because. <laughs> because i've already thrown a dart at dave but i mean this is gonna feature two teams with the best pins uh, arguably top 10 pins in the nation the trio between fisher janky and gianni and you've got steel uh uh, jasper and oh gosh i'm i'm drawing a blank i get get it
3: rob they hit well this last week uh, you, you made your point i yep Hey,
1: I'm going to throw this Hey, yeah, Concordia coming to Irvine and Riley Salmon taking over this group. Do you know what I mean? I think Irvine might be in a little bit of trouble, Rob, just so you know, do you know what I mean?
3: So, the dark goes back. Think, well, everyone was pumping up San Diego. I mean, Riley's team took care of San Diego pretty good and wow. just, they haven't been able to play a lot of matches. Riley, I know took that job later. I think scheduling was already done. I mean, they're a good team.
0: Yep. Well, with that, you know, uh, want to thank Dan Franjay, J and Dave Hunt. But, hey, be sure to follow their programs. That's Lewis, George Mason, and Pepperdine. Follow NCAA men's volleyball. I'm even going to throw off the block in there and volley venue. We talked about in the other piece, but there are other people doing things that are helping to grow the game. And, you know, I heard one of the players say, oh, that grow the game hashtag sucks. But fact of the matter is, you don't grow the game. You don't have fans. You don't have the growing base. You don't have the influence of volleyball. But there are great personalities like these guys on the screen, Every once in a while, they get a little crabby. I'm not going to say which quadrant gets crabbiest, but uh, they like to stir the stick a lot on certain boards that shall not be named. And, uh, but great group of guys, great talent, doing some great work for the men's game. So, Hey guys, thank you so much for coming on again. Look forward to seeing you next week, but also good luck in your matches this week. And I won't throw darts next week. I'll, I'll come empty handed.
3: See you guys. See
0: ya. Yeah.